Big Joe, back here on the fan, 735. Uh, the 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, smooth, uh, 40% alcohol, can't beat that. Uh, we just heard from Heisenberg earlier. Um, we now have an opposing general manager and owner, a former champion, uh, member of the Champions podcast, um, member of 34th Street. Uh, this is uh, Steve Bazzini. Steve, you're on the fan with Joe. How are you today? Doing all right. It was a good day in the market. Every day is a good day, whether you're shorting or you're a bull. They are winners and losers every day. Uh, Big Joe always seems to make the right moves. Uh, he bought Apple at four. He bought Amazon at two. Um, he really just does this for fun. Uh, and he's predicting a major market shift following the election. But uh, let's get to what everybody wants to hear from. Um, Heisenberg has been on the fan multiple times. He's paid for a slot. He's begged for a slot. Um, every time a little bit more incomprehensible. I can't really hear him. Either there's poker chips, he's in a poker room, he's got bad service. But um, the key common theme seems to be that he believes his team is the best in the league and will compete for a title this year, despite being 2-5. and five. Um, What are your thoughts on the Heisenberg squad? <sighs> I just feel bad for the fan base. I think, you know, um, he just he's torturing that fan base. It just the gross mismanagement. And, you know, every time you think the team's turning a corner, um, you see some strange moves. Pennies on the dollar for every trade. It's just, you know, it's just unfortunately, you know, you got to try and make moves. They just a lot of them don't seem to add up. And he's like a domino. He's like, oh, you got to look at this one. You got to look at this one. Calculate that way. Depreciation here. And you're like. A bad trade is a bad trade. I think everyone knows who key players are, and I just feel bad for the fan base. I know it tortures the previous owners. They reach out. They, they, they're ashamed to, you know, not, some of those guys are actually trying to get a new uh, group to maybe buy them out if the, if the league would let it happen. And I believe it's a majority, and I believe they'll be coming out. This is breaking news only for you, Joe. I mean, there's, there's movements in the background to come back and have a new ownership take back that team. It depends um, if the league will approve it. Uh, uh, I'm not surprised to hear that. Um, I've heard rumblings. Uh, there is something weird going on with the Heisenberg squad. Um, I, uh, let me let me tell you, I gave Heisenberg a break into the league, into the business. Um, I once hired him uh, as one of my henchmen at a now-defunct company. Um, by no fault of mine, of course. Uh, and I made out well. But... Um, he was not like this. He used to be a brighter individual than this. Now seems, something seems wrong with Heisenberg. Um, he was saying things backwards. He was slurring his speech. He's playing with poker chips. Uh, he's got bad service. He makes weird deals. Um, I don't know what's going on with Heisenberg. And um, this potential coup Joe, that I've heard about. Yeah, uh, I think I think it just shows the lack of focus and dedication to the team. Um, I'm not sure if you know of um, – you know, the, the guy from Wolf of Wall Street, you know, that guy is part of the consortium. And uh, I believe, uh, I forget the other guy, um, Geico, Greco, I forget the other guy's name. Oh, uh, Gordon Gecko. Gordon Gecko, yeah. I heard, is involved in the franchise. Yeah, um, he, he's part of the bidding group, uh, you know. So, I mean, um, it's, again, it's a torture for the fan base. And, you know, also the area he's supporting, he, he's, you know, he's hurting, you know, Nassau County. You know, no fans coming in. The COVID is... It's just a domino effect. He doesn't realize the lives he's ruining. Yeah, I once uh, I once did some business dealings with Gordon Gecko. Uh, he's a shady character. Um, 
I, of course, got the upper hand on him, unlike many. Um, he once said, I asked him how much fab is enough. He told me more. Uh, so he's a greedy individual. Um, he is fresh out of prison uh, fairly recently. Uh, so there is some concern there with Gordon Gecko uh, and the Heisenberg franchise. Um, I've also heard things linked to the big guy. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I can't say it's true or not. But uh, I have heard that the big guy might be Heisenberg, might be Heisenberg's father. Um, it could be one of many of the Heisenberg clan. Um, any thoughts on that? You know, Joey, you know, when you have all these, you know, all these team owners, there's always going to be, you know, skeletons in the closet. Look, we got we got a guy, a fake cousin. We can't get a birth certificate or blood test on. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more questionable, you know, who who is the, the big guy? I mean, and what makes someone big? I mean, is it height? I mean, I think everyone would think it's Derek. And now someone who's trying to impersonate one of the, you know, league's winningest, you know, coaches, it's very strange. It's like um person's not happy with their own image and have to hide behind these, uh, you know, personas. It's, it's kind of a shame, you know. Let the fans, let the people, let the media – They'll give you a name, give you something cool. I mean, I mean Heisenberg. I mean, he doesn't even have a team name. I think his team name is Heisenberg. Um, yes, and, I, and uh, I will tell you that also on the Greg, Greg front, I think you referred to it from a when you said fake cousin. Um, he is a supposed cousin. I was introduced to him as a cousin of Macalada, who is a degenerate gambler and member of the league. Um, he told me he was a cousin. Then I found out he's not a cousin. Saudi Arabian of some type or some type of Arabian. Um, not sure if they somehow infiltrated the league uh, in an American-only league. I have not seen a birth certificate, and that is a fair question. We should get a birth certificate um, and see what exactly this guy's intentions are in the league and why is he here. I agree, why is he here? If he is Arabian of some kind, he'll have to be banned because we only allow American citizens in the league as of now. Um, as far as Heisenberg goes, uh, he goes under this alias Heisenberg. Um, I've heard other people refer to him as the big guy. Some people say he's the little guy. I think that was his uh, girlfriend. So I don't know if that is true or not. Um, but there are many questions to be answered about some of these suspect characters uh, speaking of suspect characters, Wilhelmin Wardo, um, obviously a known felon uh, and pedophile in many states, uh, has a big matchup with Heisenberg this week. Uh, Derek, former champion and uh, one of the co-hosts of your podcast, has actually said that Wilhelmin Wardo's squad is, in fact, better than Heisenberg. Um, I would have to agree. Uh, what are your thoughts on the comments of your co-host and former champion, Derek? Well, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I could see both sides, but I think um, he brought up the good point. Like for, 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 for Eduardo, he has, he has the assets. He's in a better rebuild mode. He, the moves he's made have really so far yielded a, not, not a, you know, a winning franchise, but team on the, you know, with more upside, like there's going to be better days on the horizon. Unfortunately for Heisenberg, this might be his ceiling. You don't see that life preserver. You don't see that that draft pick or that up-and-coming quarterback or that player that really may turn around that franchise. They're also going to turn away players that may opt to go back to college if he might draft them. That's the other threat. I mean, when he does come to draft, will these players want to go to that organization with such dysfunction? I agree. Um, as far as life rafts go, 
Um, if Heisenberg was on the Titanic, he'd obviously be hanging onto a piece of loose wood or driftwood trying to survive the cold, harsh ocean. I don't think he would have any type of preserver or life raft, nor would anyone let him on the raft because um, he's just not well liked in the league. Um, it's obvious. Uh, I think he has a large rivalry with uh, with Dan. I think he's got a rivalry now with Eduardo, with yourself, uh, with Greg, uh, with Galata. Obviously, they're going to battle out for that last playoff spot. Um, but let me now uh, turn it over to. Um, a reclamation story, a turnaround uh, within a season, which you don't see often. Uh, your team now is three and four, um, had a lot of injuries, a lot of bad luck early on, uh, now is looking strong and actually is projected to potentially beat uh, Greg, one of the supposed top dogs and chumps of the league. Uh, what are your thoughts on this week's matchup and your playoff chances well you know we, we we really we did so well last year and we were we were we were beat by a superior team in the finals and coming in second the you know we're disappointed but we're happy with that result and we think it's a tough you know it's gonna be tough to beat second from last year i think uh i think greg's a very good team he has some of the resources has made the right moves for the most part i think it's gonna be a close matchup and it's gonna really be dependent on you know the, the attention to detail is the kicker is gonna show up and get you know the 10 points or they're going to be the five. I think it's going to be a game of inches. And the first one who makes a mistake is the one who will lose. I, I believe it's that close of a game. I, as much as I, I despise Greg and the, the way he operates and the, you know, again, not being able to verify his birth certificate, he is a good manager and has a strong roster and it, it is a top contender for this year. I, and you know, again, you know, after many times failing for him, maybe it is his year. It is 2020. The world is ending. Uh, 2020, anything could happen. Uh, right now, if you look at the playoff picture, there's actually three former champions and three non-champions in the postseason mix. Uh, on the outside looking in is another former champion in Dan, as well as Heisenberg. Um, I think of those eight teams that um, are the six that are in and the two that are looking, uh, looking from the outside, I think that is the final eight. I think six of those eight will make it. Um, I don't think I don't think Derek, Ricardo, Eduardo, Jamato have any chance, uh, in my opinion. Uh, so I think it's going to be some interesting matchups coming up. Uh, everyone will hopefully leave it all on the field or on the sleep app, which, again, the sleep app seems to have won another vote. Uh, some have compared it to Brexit. Uh, to um, when Cyberdyne Systems created Model 101 and uh, built Skynet, nobody wanted any of those things, uh, but they seem to survive. Uh, any thoughts on Sleep App? I, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it reminds me a lot of things back, uh, you know, with Y2K and, you know, some things you just kind of rush into. And I think we rushed too quickly into this, this alternative understanding, yes, we need a need for a robust platform to both track you know, future trades, keeper value, and what have you. I do feel um, we need to have a deeper. We, we need to have a you know a summit. We need to have the league hold a session, and maybe maybe it's not CBS, but I know there's other free alternative sites. I know with the you know the current state of the economy and you know the salary cap and 
some management, you know, some teams and organizations just don't have the capital to spend the extra $10 to, to have a more robust and reliable system. It, it doesn't need to be CBS, but I think there's better, stronger alternatives, something that will not look like a Game Boy Pokemon game, in my opinion. It's, it's an embarrassment. I don't even tell my friends I, I use that app outside of the league. Yeah, it reminds me of a colorful version of a Tamagotchi. Uh, I'm waiting for my guy to die, but he seems to stay alive despite me not feeding him. Uh, it is a weird, weird platform. Um, the projections are weird. Sometimes you have the same guy on both teams. Uh, people make moves they don't want to make. The points are wrong. Um, all of these things. I know Brandon, um, he's an investor in the platform himself, and he's tried to defend it quite a bit. Um, but, but, but Joey, uh, that, there's a lot of, a lot of Joey, that goes back into my thing with, you know, some of these GMs and the shady, you know, handling, you go through the closet. I mean, I believe Brendan is one of the, you know, the founders, you know, it's going to be a private equity company that's going to go public with sleeper app and try to challenge these other, other sites. I think, um, the, the league did not do its proper due diligence when exploring a solution and partnering up with the branding of the Joey Harrington league. I think, we need to have a better oversight, and maybe we need to have a, a different committee that oversees a different electronic support system for the league. Uh, I, I agree. I think um, when it comes to um, technology, uh, upon Brandon's recommendation, we looked into the app. Uh, Greg was a tester. Uh, now that there are things that have come up uh, regarding his potential place of origin um, and legitimacy in the league, um, we, I think, need to look at the app um i think there is room and there are rumblings of hacks coming from russia and china uh trying to hack our league trying to take us down change the points a lot of propaganda um as far as rooting for for different squads um there is a lot of things going on that um joe does not like to see uh, especially the china hacks and the connection that they may have to the big guy um any other comments uh, before I let you go to the as I got to? The well, I'm hoping you know I I wish I wish you I mean, Joey, it's been a tough a tough year. You're one of the founders in the league. It's it, it would be nice to see though I you know against opponents I don't wish many well things. Um, maybe would do for a new champion and maybe the best matchup in the playoffs would be yourself against Matt since neither one of you have had the glory of being in the finals to my recollection since the league started. Yeah, and Matt, I, honestly, Matt, um, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs, okay? Um, he is a wild card. I've heard he's in discussions to trade multiple first-round picks for Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, he just traded for another DJ Chark. All of these washed-up um, middling wide receivers he seems to be using all his assets on. Um, I am worried about that franchise. I start to wonder if he's selling guys off for cash. Uh, if he has some un underlying financial issues, I have not seen his tax returns. He refuses to provide them. Uh, and I am worried about that franchise. I will go on record here saying I don't believe Macalotta makes the postseason if he loses to Burlew this week. I, I, I think the question becomes, Joey, I think the question becomes outside of the, the battle that might be brewing for six for the sixth spot. Uh, does does Dan's team get healthy? Do all his key guys show up because he's been fighting without it? And jokes aside, does do the players rise above on Heisberg's team and will that team to somehow get to five hundred, despite quote unquote being where they want to be at two and five, do they somehow if Matt falls 
or do I falter? Does does he does he accidentally fall into the playoffs? I don't think he would go willingly into the playoffs. I think he would accidentally land in the playoffs. Um, it's not impossible because I'll tell you, Heisenberg, uh, there's something going on there. I don't think he's all there. Um, Dan seems to lose when he needs to win. I don't know what is going on with that franchise. Um, he has good good talent, but just can't seem to make the postseason. But um, for me to think one of those teams can't surpass Matt, to me, not impossible. But it starts this week. Dan absolutely needs to beat Matt this week. Um, another loser leaves town match, in my opinion, for him. He keeps leaving town, but then he keeps coming back in. Um, I think this would be the final leaving of town. Uh, we'll have to close the gates and if he loses this one. But I, I think he's going to take this matchup um, because Matt uh, is panicking, trying to get Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, it scares me. I think I think Dan will take this one. This you know, the sin, the sin of it, Joe, is if he was to just keep locking. Again, credit to you for being able to get that player, you know, second in the league with points. But, um, you know, where's that guy's foresight? Where's... Where's his scouts? Where's the people to advise Matt? That's a, and everyone reacts saying, what happened? Again, does the guy market that he's selling lock in and doing these things? And, you know, even though you got a great deal, could Matt have done something better for his organization? And I think, I think we see that a lot with the way he does trade. So rush into it. Does he really market it? Does he do it? Well, jokes aside from Heisenberg and other people who will still keep selling, you know, Hollywood Brown and you keep telling him, I don't want him. But every time he's offering you Brown for Connor, Brown for Mike Evans, and you're like, I don't want that guy, but he keeps offering you the same guy, at least you know he's selling them. Matt, you have no idea what he's doing. Sometimes he just pulls the trigger quick. Yeah, Matt reached out to me. He said, you want Ty Lockett for 23 first? I immediately said yes. Uh, not sure why he would get rid of him when he was making a postseason push. I uh, don't really know what he's doing. Um, but he's done this year. I'm not sure he Yo, knows. Joe, but... he's done this every year. Unfortunately, he, he'll he get a good push. I mean, we saw it last year. I mean, you know, he made the tr- trade for Bell and Mackin. Those were two firsts that just went down the drain. Yep. And at the time, it's not second guessing. It's first guessing. Uh, everyone said that was a horrible deal for him. And, of course, it was. Both of those guys are essentially valueless. Um and he does miraculously have other picks, but I think he's going to waste them on Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, that's what it sounds like to me. Um, he offered two firsts. I, I was there. I heard it. I saw it this evening. Well, that's, um, the question Joe, is, that, Greg A., is he able to – Oh, that's deal? sickening. If he's going to do – you don't even know who the lead receiver is in Pittsburgh. You got you, know, you got Johnson, you got Claypool, and then you got Juju. Juju on his last year of his rookie contract, that's probably not going to get extended. He'll be a free agent next year. I, I don't know if that's worth – you know, two you know, two two first rounds that are probably key to keeping Matt. He traded all his first round assets, I believe, all those top guys. It's it's not a it's not a good business model. Nope. It's uh he's continuing to uh, destroy his team. Not sure why. Um, I give him credit for at least trying, but uh, he is not doing the right things and his playoff performances have shown it, but we will see. Uh, what happens? Uh, Steve, thank you for joining. I'm getting to my destination. Um, I appreciate the call. Um, I wish you well um, this holiday season as well as this week in your matchup against Greg, which I projected that you would win. So uh, best of luck and uh, don't make a fool out of Joe because you'll make an enemy for life. Understood, Joe. And my condolences to your first loss so far in this long season.
from last weekend. Uh, I appreciate it. It was a tough loss. I scored a lot of points, but it was a tough loss. Um, and we will rebound this week against Jamato. Uh, but again, thank you for joining. Um, 7.55 on the fan. We're back after this.